Hello and welcome to episode 88 of Behind the Journey. On this show, I discuss how you get paid for being the best. Hello, hello, hello. Um, this week has been mental. I'm so sorry it's late. Um, it's Friday at 10.21. I'm exhausted, if I'm being frank with you, absolutely exhausted. I feel like this week has been one of many emotions, if I'm being frank. We're we're so close now to launching the mortgage company. Uh, that launches on the 9th of November. Um, so we've been really putting some graft in there. Um, and the one thing I will say actually about that, which I think all of you really need to understand is, for the last five years, I've been working on the other side of businesses. I've been working um, in the agency side, you know, the one that people go to when they need some advice, support, or some technical clout, I guess. And I really haven't had much time to focus on our own businesses. You know, I've, I've always um, given that to the team to, 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 to do, and I've always been very much focused on the new business aspect, which has been fine. I absolutely love the chase. I love the the run for it. I love the the, the, the highs you get from that. Um, but like I said, I've been very much focused on client businesses and never really focused on our own businesses. And the thing that I've loved so much about Rippled, which is the mortgage company. Um, it's rippled.co.uk, if any of you are, want a mortgage, a free mortgage on behalf of me. Um, then, you know, being able to put your head down and build something from the ground up with Brad has been phenomenal. Um, from the funnels that we've created, from the lead magnets we've created, from the automations that follow to the automation of the whole workspace. It's been absolutely amazing. You see, the thing with this mortgage business is that it's completely free, right? Which means we have to be so, so lean in our automations and make everything move really fast. For example, if someone comes through and they do a mortgage calculator, it collects how much money they can borrow, which then fills a CRM system, which then creates a lead, which then creates a follow-up, which then books a calendar appointment. And once that kind of appointment has been spoken to on the phone, the phone call is made, which pulls up the automation data, which is then processed through the CRM system. And then once the mortgage has been done, it then sends a reminder after the fixed term date to get the uh, mortgage broker to contact them again. And all of this is automated. So the only time a human is required in the system is actually to do the mortgage. And, and and that has been very, very important. And I'll be honest with you, has been so, so fun to build. And I really can't wait to be utilizing uh, the skill sets that I've been learning and honing for the last five years into building more of the data and the systems that we'd have in, in these businesses. And I always feel like when we're working for clients that sometimes it's the actual internal operations, the business that holds the business back. I sometimes believe that the, the, the actual marketing and the, um, the the advertising aspect of things is just is obviously just one aspect of a business. But actually, when you look at the wider picture, when you actually look at the business as a whole, you need those internal systems and comms to actually work so fluidly, so smoothly, that it pulls everything together. And I feel like sometimes the general now that the MDs or the operators have a businesses, they just don't understand the digital and technology implications of these decisions, it can really have a negative effect on the wider campaign. So I'm really, really, really excited to get that going. And the business partners on that project, I've been hyping it all week. I've been saying to them, look, these automations are beautiful people. You're going to love it. 
um, and they're coming in next Thursday um, to um, discuss the new project. And and what I might do actually, I might say to them, let's do a podcast on how we created this business in lockdown, how we actually registered the company without even meeting one another, and how we've taken advantage of this downturn in the climate. And I'm, I'm going to see if I can pull it together. Um, no doubt, Brad won't be on the call on that on that. Um, on that podcast because he never is but I'm I'm, I'm confident I can get the other lads on it as well because I think it's something that you really need to understand is there is opportunity out there there's opportunity in the uncertain time there's open opportunity in downturns and it's, it's kind of down to you as an entrepreneur to go and make it happen but all of this you know stems from more and more and more of you looking right now to launch businesses I would say in the last two weeks alone, I've had more people actually contact me than ever before, if I'm being completely frank with you, asking for advice on starting businesses, asking for advice on to upgrade their career. And I think really what happened in the last six, seven months of this whole pandemic, what really happened was this, is that many of you were sat at home in lockdown, working on your working in your job, trying to make it an impact, trying to keep the lights on and keep your mortgage payments up. And you, you really realize actually that life is more than just a job, right? Life is more than just you doing that thing that pays your bills. And, and many of you have, have decided that actually, do you know what? I don't want to work in X anymore. I don't want to do Y anymore. I, I, I feel like I, I'm a different person now. And that's absolutely okay. That's absolutely fine to do those things. And I spoke to more and more people, like I said, in the last two weeks who have said, look, Pete, I feel like I'm in the wrong direction. What should I do? Or look, Pete, I want to get into marketing. How should I go about it? And my answer to you is pretty simple is if you're looking at starting a business, the answer is, is this, just start something. And I had a call just before this with, um, with a lady that, that messaged me on Instagram and said, look, Pete, I just need some advice. And my advice was this, close your eyes. Forget the negative naysayers. Forget your friends and family that may not support you during starting this new thing. Forget your friends that may be critical of you doing something that is not normal for them. And make a start. And when I say make a start, I don't mean you have to run out there and start a limited company and get an accountant and you know spend thousands of pounds on marketing. Making a start to me, if this is your first business, making a start to me is registering that Instagram handle starting that Facebook page, buying that domain name, getting a logo off Fiverr. These are all things that are really, really simple to do that starts the wheels in motion. And I, and I remember very, very vividly when I was 16 and I registered my first domain name, which was Adsa, and it was called Advertising Answer, and it was a terrible business. And I got the branding done on Fiverr and I built the website myself. And all these little moves that I made then, to me now were pathetic, let me get that straight. But at the time it felt like a real big deal. And I'll tell you this, if I hadn't had done those things, if I hadn't started those those ideas or those projects, my life would be in a completely different place than it than it is today. It would be, I wouldn't be as fulfilled. I wouldn't be as happy. I wouldn't have as much going on. And I definitely, for sure, wouldn't be doing this podcast for you right now. So the idea of starting something is huge. The idea of actually, you know, putting one foot in step in front of the other and walking towards what you want to do is absolutely massive and something you have to be doing. So, like I said. If you want to start that business right now, just do something. Don't be a talker. And I said to her, I said, look, you have to do something right now. Because if you don't do something right now, you'll be having a conversation in a year's time with someone else, probably not me, asking for advice. And they'll be giving you the same advice. And the great thing about life and the great thing about this world is simple, is that 
you do not have time. So you have to start now. It doesn't matter if you're trying to start a business. It doesn't matter if you're trying to invest in stock market. It doesn't matter if whatever you're doing, you have to be doing it sooner than later because these things take time to build and you have to start now. And that's if you're starting a business. I had a polar opposite question last week. And I had a few of these, if I'm being honest, like I said, over the last few weeks, which is, Pete, I want to get into marketing. What should I do? Or Pete, uh, how do I get a job at your agency? And the, the sort of random questions like that. And my answer was this, what are you doing to be better than everyone else? What are you doing right now to be so stand out that you don't even have to ask for a job anymore? That person's asking you to work for them. And that is what many people forget when it comes to employment is that you have, you are your own business. You are your own asset. You are your own uh, empire. And what I mean by that is simple is that you have the ability to make your value, your value huge. You have the ability to make sure that you know, you can demand any salary. You can ask for whatever you want, but only if you can prove the value that you get. And I said to, to, to a few of these chaps, look, you want to be going on Udemy, you want to be doing courses, you want to be learning everything you can, you want to be watching YouTube videos, listening to podcasts, expanding that knowledge. Right now, if you're doing nothing, if you're unemployed or unfurly or whatever you're doing right now, if you aren't making yourself a better person, then you should be checking yourself because you can't demand better scenarios if you're not trying to make yourself a better person. And that is really that simple. So if you want to go and work for, I don't know, Sky and be a TV pundit, then what are you doing right now to make sure that you're more skilled, more qualified, and more in demand than everyone else that wants that really, really high-end job? And the reality is, is that most of you won't be doing anything. And I am baffled, if I'm being completely frank and brutal with you all, that if you wanted better and you were furloughed or you couldn't go to school or college during lockdown and you did nothing but play computer games, and let me get that straight, it's fine to do that. But it's not fine to do that and then demand more of yourself or demand more from the world. You have to be putting in the graft. It's really that simple. And this gets me to the point and the, the, the topic that I put in my notes here, which is what are you getting paid for? And, and, and this varies from everyone. And, and what I mean by that is that we're all paid for different reasons. And, and you make money not based on your job title, but what you bring to that job. And for example, here's, here's a good scenario. My salary from Distract, what am I paid for? Now, on the offset, you'll say, well, distract an advertising agency, Pete, so you're paid for advertising. I'm not. I am paid to bring a team together of fundamentally skilled individuals and give them free reign to be the best advertisers they can be. That is what I get paid for. I get paid to relieve the stress from those individuals so they can do the best of their ability. And in turn, that will pay me. And you have to be understanding what you are doing and what you're being paid for because it doesn't go hand in hand with your salary. It doesn't go hand in hand with your job title, sorry. It goes hand in hand with the effects that what you do creates. And many people get that twisted. And once you understand what you're getting paid for and the value you're bringing, you can then go out and try and make yourself a better person for what you get paid for. And when you're doing that, your, your salaries will naturally increase. Your net worth will naturally increase. You'll naturally become more valuable to your organization. And in turn, no doubt you'll make your goals and ambitions. And that's what many, many people get twisted, is they don't really understand what they're getting paid for. And once you figure that out, once you figure out what you're actually getting paid for, that's how you meet and hit all your goals. And, you know, we often discuss 
uh, ambition and how we become the best of the best of the best. And I, I very famously say in most talks about entrepreneurship is that entrepreneurship is the easiest yet hardest thing to win. Um, and the example I, I give many times is about football. And if you were the one, if you were one percent better than the average football player, you would probably be lower than the conference. You would be non-league football playing probably on Sunday with a few of the lads from the local pub. If you were better than the, if you're one percent better than the average football player, but if you were one percent better than the average business, you know you're going to be known. You're going to be. A market leader probably in your sector, you're probably going to be earning more than you've ever thought about before. And we often get absolutely twisted and forget that actually we only have to be 1% better than the average to be deemed the best or one of the best. And as you get further and further afield, and we call that the, um, the slight edge theory, as we get further and further afield, what we actually are doing is we're taking ourselves one step forward into what's deemed the great, the greatest. And many people forget how easy it is to be the greatest. You see, if you have a 1% benefit in what you do time and time again, and you increase that by 1% every single day, the compound growth of you being the best is just gone up 365 times. That's a huge amount of growth that you would never, ever have seen before. You'll become a different person at the end of that. You'll become a different person at the end of that decade. And many people forget that. So to become the best at what you do, and therefore become the best paid for what you do, you have to be improving yourself continuously every single day. And that goes back to my other point. How do you do that? You read what people aren't reading. You listen to what other people aren't listening to. You go to those lectures if you're doing, if you're at university, you read that book that no one else is reading. You listen to that podcast no one else is listening to. And that is how you become stand out because there's no way, there's no way you become the best that everyone else is doing by doing what everyone else is doing. That is just stupidity. That is foolish. You have to be listening to the 1%, the, the in-depth, the, the iconic levels of information that can make you the best person right now because otherwise you have absolutely no chance. And you have to become absolutely ruthless and absolutely focused on doing that every single day forever. You see, the best people in business, the best people in life aren't the people that just get up in the morning and go to do their job. They're the people that obsess about it. They're the people that wake up at one o'clock in the morning with a new idea or a new concept or a new theory. And I'll tell you this right now, I'm exhausted today. Absolutely exhausted. You can probably hear my voice. You could definitely see it in my face. And I've got six meetings today after this and I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted because I had a bit of a shitty night's sleep last night because I was waking up with new ideas and new things that I wanted to do today and I had a very restless night. And that is because I want to do so well, I want to do so great, that it actually disrupts my sleep pattern sometimes. Not negative things, positive things. I'm so pumped to do things and make actions during my day that's actually affecting my sleep sometimes. Not often, but sometimes. And that's how obsessed you have to be with becoming a better individual. And a really good example of this right now is that I have been for the last three months, completely and utterly embedded. I mean, I'm talking reading information, watching every documentary I possibly can, listening to all the podcasts I can on cryptocurrency. And you probably noticed that in what I've been talking about, because naturally this podcast is my brain, my thoughts spewed out onto audio for you guys. 
And I'll be honest with you, the people closest to me are sick of it. They're sick of me talking about the latest theory on inflation or monetary policy or the IMF or, you know, whatever else I've been reading. They're, they're sick of it. And they've said to me, look, Pete, I'm not interested in this topic. Stop talking about it. But I'm so obsessed. I'm so focused on the nitty gritty information because I want to become the best in that field that my obsession, my my focus for that one topic is is bleeding out onto numerous different areas and news different people. And that is what you have to do to be so laser focused and so great at a certain field is you have to become obsessed with it. Obsessed to the point that it's almost annoying to people around you. And that can be uncomfortable too. That can be unbelievably uncomfortable. And it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. The, 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 the weeks have been busy. The months have been long. And this year has been, felt like a decade. I, I don't need you guys to, for me to say that to you guys. You guys have known that this year has been crazy. Crazy from the top. Crazy from the bottom. You've heard my downs, my ups, and everything in between. What you also won't know is that very, very recently, um, Sam, who obviously was my uh, full-time cameraman, he, he he's moved on. He's he's, he's gone to a, a different company. Um, he's 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 moved into a completely different region. He's he's no longer no longer even within fifty miles. Um, and it's because he had to move to to see his family or whatever. And it's completely changed the way in which I make content and completely changed my whole mindset. You see, we took two years to understand that the content we were creating was for the long term, the impact. But life got in the way. Life got in the way and Sam had to make a decision for himself. And many of you right now are not making key decisions in your life because you are concerned about how that will affect other people. And I want you to understand this from the bottom of my heart. I want you to understand that when you make decisions for yourself, that is not selfish. That is absolutely not selfish. You have every single right to go out there and make those decisions for yourself because when you focus... Let me just explain something to you that I that I saw, watched, loved, and digested. And, and this will explain my point in more detail. When you zoom out of life, when you really zoom out, and you really kind of overlook who you are, what you're doing, and where you're going. And I really want you to envisage this because I think it's really, really important for you all to understand. When you really zoom out, what you'll realize is that, yes, you've got family. Yes, you've got friends, loved ones, etc. But really, in this world, you have no one but yourself. And that might sound ridiculously depressing and ridiculously upsetting. But the only consistent guarantee in this world is yourself. Your boyfriend of 10 years could decide tomorrow that he's no longer interested. Your um, your brother could have a massive falling out for whatever reason and just walk out of your life. The only consistency you have in your life is you. And you have to make sure, goddamn sure, that you are happy with who you are and the decisions you're making. You have to be absolutely razor sharp focused on liking and loving yourself. And because of that, you have to be laser focused on making decisions for the best version of you. Because nothing else is guaranteed in this world. Nothing else is guaranteed in this world. No health is guaranteed. No financial stability is guaranteed. No friendship is guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed in this world other than the fact that for your whole life, forever, you will be with yourself. Nothing else is guaranteed. 
And many, many times people forget this and they start doing over-the-top things for other people for that person to throw it in their face just because they've decided to focus on themselves. And now let me get this straight. I'm not for one second saying to you that you should be a dick to other people or be completely and utterly selfish that you forget that other people are in this world trying to make themselves themselves. What I'm saying to you is that you have to look after and love yourself and back yourself. So when Sam says, oh, I need to move back home now because I need to look after this and Y and Z, I said to him, yep, I understand it, mate. No hard feelings. It's been an absolutely incredible journey, an absolutely incredible ride. I've loved everything about what we've done together. Um, but you go do you, mate. You go crack on in another, another version of your life. You go do another stage. If you ever need anything, here I am. And I think far too many people, they they take things like that personally because they don't understand the internal metrics and the digestion that that person had to go through to make that decision. You see, we can sit there and we can pretend that as humans we aren't selfish, but we have to be selfish in ourselves and back ourselves and do things for ourselves because otherwise, if you live through the people, you will naturally just become sad. You become a sad individual and when that person's not there anymore, it'll break you. It will completely and utterly break you. And this is forgotten about for numerous, numerous different people and numerous different reasons. And I think that that one bit of information there is probably one of the most important things you'll ever, ever hear in your life. And I really want you to go away and map out your life when you focus on yourself rather than the bullshit values that you think you have to do. Like, you know, for example, you've been, you're with, you've got a girlfriend, you've been with for six years, you live in Glasgow, and you've got your dream opportunity, dream job in London, and it's something you've, you've, you've wanted all your life, you've been working for it, and it's, it's been offered to you, but your girlfriend doesn't want to move. Right there and there, you've got an option. And let me get this straight. I want to make it really clear for you all listening to this. I know a friend that had exactly this happen to him. And you've got an option. You either stay in Glasgow and you 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 you, you sack your, your ambition, your dream, your goal, everything you've ever worked for, you, you turn it down. Or you break up with said girlfriend and you go and follow your dreams. And then there's sort of decisions that many of you will have to make at some point in your life. And I'm telling you, that you have to make the selfish decision. Otherwise, you will live in regret for the rest of your life. And it's that simple. It's, it's, it's really that simple. Um, it may seem savage. It may seem crazy. But you have to focus on what's best for you long term. Otherwise, you can become very sad very quickly. It's really that simple. Um, what I want from you guys this week is I want some questions flung across um, regarding the mortgage company. Um, I'm going to get the guys on a podcast. I'm going to try. I'm going to put it into the, the group chat we've got on WhatsApp. Going to put get a, a podcast together about how we started it, why we started it, whatever. If you've got any other questions that you want on that podcast, um, please let me know, uh, and I'll get them fired away and asked. They're great guys. You know, Adam, uh, business partner, is a um, estate agent. Estate agent got about, I think, about about twenty branches across the UK. Um, and then Dan is a mortgage broker. Uh, works about, I think, about five or ten years. Good taking financial services. Really understands the mortgage game. And obviously, I'm just the uh, the ugly marketeer. 
and doing my doing my thing to keep the dream alive. It's a really fascinating business. One I think is going to go completely and utterly um, on a whole grand scheme of things. You know, typically mortgage brokers will charge you about three three fifty um, to get the mortgage done. Um, very laborious, very long process. You've got to meet them in person. La 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 la. This brokerage is completely free at the point of delivery for you, the individual. So, you, you know, it's mainly online through Zoom calls and phone calls to um, cut out the the wastage. Um, and I think that that's what people want these days. People want the new hybrid model. You know, we've got, we based it essentially on the estate agency model, right? You've got the traditional estate agent on the high street. You've got purple bricks or whatever online. I believe that many, many brands should be fitting in the hybrid space, the best of both worlds, the middle ground. Uh, I believe that that's the way in which you can still get the traditional values and the conceptions from the traditional sense, but pull all the benefits from the new sense whilst maintaining the profitability um, that the, the sectors have seen for so long. Um, I believe that both into the spectrums will die slowly. Um, Pearl Bricks will still lose money, etc. And traditional sense will still lose market share because of high rates and rents. And I believe that the middle ground is the way to go. So you'll see that a lot with businesses that we're pulling forward, which I believe is the best way moving forward. Um, thank you so much, as always, for listening. Please send your questions in on Instagram or Twitter. And uh, yeah, thanks for being patient with me. Understand that it's a very, very busy time for people, especially in the digital space. And I'll speak to you guys next week.